You're gonna get hooked on that thing. I can see it now. 16,000 bags of Cheetos later, you wake up, you're 35, you're overweight, you're crying about your life in front of the soaps. I just did you a favor. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Jesus Christ, I've met some dumb bastards in my time, but you outdo them all. Get over there! Look up idiots in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No! The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! It's an inanimate fucking object. You're an inanimate fucking object! You dirt-eating piece of slime! You scum-sucking pig! You son of a motherless goat! You blithering, blundering, bull-nosed, blockheaded, pot-bellied, ham-fisted jackass! You are pukes! You are the lowest form of life on earth. You are not even human fucking beings. You are nothing but unorganized, grabastic pieces of amphibian shit. You're the problem. You're the fucking problem. You fucking Dr. White, onking, jam rag, arking, spunk, bubba, fucking hoity toity. Hey, buddy, fucking... hey. Nothing curse words, all right? Kiss my sweaty balls, you fat fuck. In your general direction, your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of elderberry. You're sitting there, you're wondering, do I have food on my face? Am I eating? Am I talking too much? Are they talking enough? Am I interested? I'm not really interested. Should I play like I'm interested? But I'm not that interested. But I think she might be interested. But do I want to be interested? But now she's not interested. So now all of a sudden, I'm getting, I'm starting to get interested. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole! Welcome, everyone! It's time for us to assemble the monstrously proportioned soapbox, climb to its superlative heights, and proclaim at the top of our lungs that I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for another rant show. I'm your host, Alan Sanders, and it is my pleasure to bring to you today another rigorous round of rousing recitations related to the ridiculous, the reprehensible, and the risible. Now, if you are new to the audience, this show allows us to deal with the many pet peeves, perturbations, and personal vexations we deal with on any given day. Joining me on today's episode is the mighty king of the 60MW empire, normally found ensconced on the Iron Throne, metting out his reminiscences on the decade of decadence, informing the masses on what constitutes entertainment, sending us on musical discoveries with a sound check-em-out, and occasionally doling out the do's and do-nots on the ABCD of gaming. It's none other than Dave, the mighty Maharaja Robinson. Dave, welcome back to the Ranch Show. I feel like I should be, I don't know, throwing out gold coins to people <laughs> and staring down at them and, and giving them a polite wave uh, now and the, again. The little, the little, like the, the queen, queen wave. Like the queen does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, just a little twist of the wrist. One of those. I cannot bring myself to fully commit to the wave, just a little no. bit of the hand. <laughs> no, I don't want to wave like a peasant. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, I'm so much higher than that. Hey everyone, sorry to bust in at the very beginning of the show, editing Alan here, going through and want to let you know, when Dave and I did this recording, the Queen was alive and well, and so we don't want anyone at all to think we in any way meant any disrespect 
It was not intended at all. It's it just so happened we were talking about the Queen Wave, not about the Queen or the Queen's health, and we both feel tremendously impacted at her passing. It is something that has affected the world. So please, please, please understand that these episodes are not live. They get recorded sometimes weeks ahead of time before they're released. Your indulgence, thank you. Now let's get back to the show. That's why I put you on the throne, so that way you could have all the money. (laughs) No, I love it. I'm glad that you gave me that raise. It came in the mail. You told me that you had doubled my salary from last year, and I really do appreciate that. I don't know if the other guys got the same email, but... Well, I have. You know, I'm generous like that, and I thought with, you know, most of the world going through this financial difficulties... I'm, I'm not going to give you like a 10, even 20% raise. Fuck it. Double it. Double it. Double I, you it know what? You. It more than covers inflation. Thank mm-hmm. you. I, I've got it from the bottom, bot, from the from the sub cockles of my heart, the, the sub cockle area. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad it reached that sub cockle area. <laughs> it, did, did. it went all the way down there and I don't know what it's doing. It's rolling around right now. But <laughs> oh, those, those sub cockles, mate, you've got to look after them. Uh, before we get into uh, the rants that you and I have each put forward uh, to bring up today, and, uh, and we'll, we'll by the end, folks, if you're new to the audience, we'll tell you all the ways that if we uh, triggered something in you or you felt akin to the same things, we'll give you ways that you can reach out on social media or maybe even leave us a voice message or whatever through the website. But I did want to start off more on a positive note for just a second. I had a chance to go on a family vacation, Dave, and I will tell you, as a dad who's all his kids have gone, are out of the house, my youngest is technically still in college, so there's the risk she'll drop out and come back home. Um, <laughs> we're, you know, basically empty nesters, and we have not, my wife and I have not done a vacation, in like a real vacation, not like the little staycation where you go out for a couple of days to the woods and camp. I mean, a true take six, eight, ten days off and just splurge and go somewhere. It had been four years and eight years since we'd been to the beach. Wow. And it was our kids who came up with this idea. Our kids, this this makes me feel like we must have done at least one, among the many things I'm sure we did wrong, we must have done at least one thing right along the way. They had gotten together, realized, hey, this whole working everyday thing, we, we had no idea what mom and dad had been doing our whole lives. <laughs> we were so hung up in being teenagers and the drama and school and having our summers off and playing. We didn't know what it was like to, this is the phrase they use, we didn't know what adulting was. We had no idea how hard adulting (laughs) is. Like, we have to actually clean our own place. We have to go grocery shop. We have to think about what we're going to wear and make sure that we've got the wash done and pay bills, and we only get two weeks (laughs) off. Like it's. And so they got together, and they said, remember that last time we were at the beach, that last place we rented, it was a family-friendly little place. It was right off the beach. And, and this is their own, this is their words, not mine. And we just treated mom and dad like little bitches. We just didn't appreciate it. <laughs> Do you think they'd want to go back on a nostalgic vacation, go back to that same place and let's recreate what it was like eight years ago? Dude, we jumped at it. And my wife and I were like, is this going to be one of those things where it sounds so good in your head and after two days we're all going to be tearing each other apart or is it going to be as great as we want it to be? Thank God it was as great as we had hoped and maybe even better. It was awesome. So hey, our kids wanted to go on vacation with us and recreate a memory from our youth, from their youth, from our, of course, we were younger. So I, I'm, I, can't, I can't tell you how awesome that is to, to, to go through. That's good. I'm, I'm so glad that story didn't end with they did, they 100% 
wanted to recreate it and treat treat you both like little bitches again. Now, my youngest, I will tell you, there was one day that she was a little on edge with her friends. See, everyone else has a significant other, but my youngest, uh, she said, can I just bring two of my friends? And they were like the girls. If you've ever had girls in your life, I don't know if you have, but anybody who's got daughters can probably relate to this. Mm-hmm. They usually have those friends that become almost like secondary kids in your house where they're there mm-hmm. so much, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost like they're your kids. And they even call you like, hey, you're my second mom, you're my second dad. Yeah. So two of these kids grew up with us. So we kind of knew them really, really well. But I found out something interesting. I'd read an article, Dave. I don't know if, uh, how much the, the youth in the UK are, are like this. But my generation, and you're Gen X too, right? So our Gen X mm-hmm. generation... Yeah. I had read an article that said by the time we got out of high school, maybe went to college or started to get into the workforce, it took us to about 24 to maybe 26 to figure out, oh, this is how life works. I do have to pay hmm. bills. I do. So about your mid-20s, you start figuring out, yeah. oh, okay. They said that with each successive generation, because we've made things so much easier and there isn't as much adversity, that the, the generations are having trouble figuring that adult phase out. And now this Gen Z crowd, which my youngest daughter is part of, they're saying it's not going to be until maybe their mid-30s. And I didn't want to believe that. <laughs> then I had three 20-year-olds all cackling together, and I realized, I told my wife, I'm like, they're acting like they're 13. They are talking like, acting like, <laughs> behaving like 13. I said, we are here with little teenagers on this trip the way they're behaving, and I fully believe that they're not going to grow up for another 10 years. <laughs> Well, at least you've still got something to look forward to then. When they do eventually grow up. (laughs) Eventually. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So I'll open because my first rant actually ties into that story. And this one, I think people can deal with it or at least relate to it. I don't know how the motorways, I'm setting this up because I know you and I chatted ahead of time, but for the audience, I'm not uh, entirely sure how the, uh, like here we call them the interstate system, the major highways Mm. that connect the states. So there, you know, there's no traffic lights. It's all you know, highway. And it's set up that whether it's three lanes, four lanes, five lanes, two lanes, the farthest left lane for us, because we drive on the, on the right side of the road. So the farthest Mm -hmm. outside lane is meant for the fastest or the passing lane. So if you're going to putz along, you stay to the right. But if you're going to go vroom, 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 (laughs) you get over and and you get in the fast lane. Mm -hmm. There are some people and I don't know what it is about the elevator not making it quite to the top floor, the knives not quite sharpened in the cutlery drawer, the bulbs out in the chandelier, whatever your phrase, that they get in the fast lane and go, well, I'm driving as fast as I want to. Yes, but you're only doing 65 in a 70. You're not even doing the speed limit. Yes, but I'm driving as fast as I think I should. Well, then get your ass over. <laughs> oh, my God. There is nothing worse. You, you're, you're looking forward to getting to your destination. I'm not talking about a 20-minute ride. I'm talking a six-hour mm. mm. in the car. I'm on vacation. I want to get there, and I'd like to get there at least speed limit or faster, please. <laughs> is, that, is that too much to ask? Because, <laughs> of course, you know, generally speaking, the, the drives that you guys have in America are far longer than, than we have. You know, where we live, where... We're, I think we're 180 miles from London. So in America, that's, you know, 180 miles. It's not, you know, it's okay. Down there. Whereas for us, it's like, Jesus Christ, it's 180 miles. <laughs> and we've got, we have we have similar because we've got, I mean, because we've, we've got dual carriageways over here, which are two lanes, but our motorways are three lanes. 
And uh, like you, you know, we've got, because we drive on the left, of course, the left-hand lane, you just, you know, just you stay in there. Then the middle lane overtaking, the right-hand lane is the fast lane. We've got, the main thing over here is these middle lane crawlers, and they just <laughs> plonk themselves in the middle lane and will not move. And again, like you said, they're, you know, the, the speed limit here is 70, and, you know, sometimes they'd be going 50, and they, and they will not move. There could be a truck behind them, like, flashing its lights, and they go... No, totally oblivious to it all and just not move. It is so fucking annoying. It is so annoying. Now, I, I, I want to talk to at some point. Of course, by that time, I'm too angry and I don't want to because and plus they might think if I'm yelling at them through the window, they might think I might do something worse. But what is going through their mind? What in the world compels a person to get in what everyone knows is the fast lane? and choose to go slower than everybody else in the other lanes that are designated as slower. You can see people their, going around you. That's it, yeah. It's their, it's their shopping list or something that's going through their minds. It's something banal, isn't it? They're going, they're off with the fairies, oh, having no idea. It's amazing. You know, my wife was getting on to me. She goes, because I, I, she doesn't like me getting too close. And I'm like, well, if I keep too much distance, when we're driving on the interstate, one of two things happens. Either some jackass decides, oh, look, there's enough room for me to fit in there, and so they'll just try to wedge themselves between me and the car I'm following anyway, or if I leave too little distance, but I'm like, come on, you should be going faster. They may look in the mirror and go, oh, well, they're staying far enough back. I must be going fast enough. So you got to get to that subtle place where you're getting close enough to make the person realize, oh, maybe I should move over. But mm. you don't want to be up in their bumper in case they turn out to be one of those asshats who go, well, I'll just hit my brakes and see how fast his reaction timing oh is. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it all happens on the motorway, though, doesn't it? Because you've got, like you said, those, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll suddenly break. Mm -hmm. that'll, that'll show you. Right. As we both die in a huge <laughs> ball of flame. That showed you, didn't it? But then you've got as you those people that won't let you onto the motorway as you're trying to come on. Oh my god! And, and you think it, and all the other lanes, you know, on the other side of them are completely empty, and it's so easy for them. Just okay, I'll pull out into the next lane. You can come in, and they will not let you come in. And then you've got the opposite of that, where people who are coming up to their turn off, but instead of staying in the inside lane waiting as they approach it oh no they've got to overtake as many cars as possible and then at the last second just like zip in and then fly up the ramp and just endanger everybody's life too it's, oh, oh that I'm so so glad i don't have a huge commute every day anymore that chaps my ass when i see somebody's like you knew your exit's been coming up for at least half a mile and you're waiting yes. till a hundred <laughs> yards and you're gonna cut across yes. three lanes because it'll get you there 13 seconds faster than if you had oh. just done what was right Ugh. People on the road. Ridiculous. We could could we just rant about people's driving habits for the entire show if we wanted to? We could we could easily do a full show just on shit you see on the road. Uh, I'm going to add this. I'm going to add. I'm going to add this because it just popped in my head because I I go I do the grocery shopping. I do all the cooking. My wife loves the fact that I love to cook, and I love the fact that I love to cook because I get to always make what I want. But <laughs> the grocery store. I don't know how your 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 bigger grocery stores are set up with parking lots, but I taught my kids when we were parents when i was trying to do the right thing as a, as a as a parent i was like well there's a big lane to drive two cars one coming and going because there's spots and so there's aisles if you will where mm, the spots yeah. are and i'm like well i said girls you always get as close to the cars to leave as much room so people can come and go to turn into and out of their parking spots yes 
And yet I come to the grocery store and invariably there is a fully grown adult with their buggy in the middle of the freaking aisle walking a mile an hour and they're parked on the <laughs> other damn side of the parking lot and they won't move over. I feel like creeping up on them to see if I can get my front tire to pull the back heel of their sneaker off to go, hey, I'm here. Care to move over? Oh, a special kind of stupid. It, it does take a special kind of stupid sometimes. It's, oh. is, is there is there is there an answer though do we ha- do we have anything i know george carlin once a long time ago said i wish i had one of those little digital billboards that could come up that would pop up and i could type a message in my car and he'd be like as you pass the slow person's like you drive like old people fuck <laughs> slow and sloppy <laughs> i mean you can get, i i have seen once in one car one of those you know the led yeah. signs that you can get and you can change them can't you you know it's probably yeah that's what i'm talking about now. yeah yeah, yeah, and you can and you can just type anything into them. Oh God, the the, the fun you could have with one of those. Wouldn't that be great? Just, <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> I'd spend too long. I would never want to drive. I'd always want to be the passenger and just typing shit to <laughs> Type show messages. up in the back window. <laughs> oh my gosh! So anyway, that that I had to start off with that one. I think everyone can identify with the idiots on the road. I try very oh, much, and having taught my girls, I try very much. Not to get angry on the road. A lot of people, for whatever reason, they're empowered to mm-hmm. think like the whole road rage. But yeah. I understand. I'm not. I'm not excusing it, but I understand it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay calm and have patience. Just just enjoy the drive. You're gonna have to because they're out there and they walk among <laughs> us. <laughs> yes, they will get you eventually. I have a feeling every one of these people must work in customer service. <laughs> well we just to pull the curtain back a little bit me and alan um on whatsapp i think it was last week or it could have been the beginning of this week i had a huge customer service rant to you um which i'm not going to bring up on the show um but oh yeah that constantly is it an age thing that the older we get the more things we find to rant about and piss us off. Or is it because we're so much wiser with old age that we see the shit for what it is rather than it being, you know, this this gloss that you don't see when you're younger? I think I'm going to go back at some point and pull the subjects of what we talk about. I want to believe that why we rant is not because we're getting old and angry and bitter, but we remember when we were of that age, like if I worked in customer service, I would be measured on things like timely responding to the customer, filling the most number of calls I could, trying to make sure I've resolved as many calls within a period of time. I ran a help desk for IBM for crying out loud. I got measured on how fast my team could close tickets because that meant we were helping our fellow IBMers who were working on billable projects. If a person in my team was sitting on their butt and someone else is working on a billable project, but they can't deliver because their computer's down, that's not good. And my bosses would would tend to not think highly of me if I sat on my butt and chose not to do my customer service job. It was internal, but it was still customer service. So to me, it's not a rant to say, do your fucking job. (laughs) Right? That's fair point. I mean, if you don't like waiting on people or serving people or resolving customer problems, fucking quit. Go get a different job. (laughs) Go work for the government. (laughs) You can get paid to sit on your ass and observe things all day. (laughs) Go work for the DOT. I don't know if you've got the same thing. The Department of Transportation. You got 17 guys looking at a pothole. One person's pouring. The other ones are watching. There you go. There's your job. Yeah. (laughs) 
It's a fine one. Well, I've I've got I've got two rants, and they're they're both linked to the internet. So <laughs> isn't everything? <laughs> is, well, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, isn't it nowadays? Jeez. So the first one is it's YouTube related. And YouTube, can you believe YouTube started 17 years ago now? It's amazing. 2005. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy, isn't it? It really is crazy. Remember when it was just like, oh, look, you can put your own videos out there. <laughs> yeah, that, that empty plastic carrier bag floating in front of a wall <laughs> or a cat playing a piano mm-hmm. or, you know. Just silly simple stuff. Days. Simple, but silly. Yeah. <laughs> now we've got full-on but, shows, but okay, I, was, I, don't, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, yeah, you could. Uh, just as a, a little tangent, me and T- Tina were talking about the other night, we were saying um, that if you could, because streaming services are such a big thing now, there are so many worldwide, you know, you could spend an absolute fortune just on streaming services. But we said if you could only have one, you know, and you've got Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime and Paramount Plus and blah de blah de blah we both agreed it'd be YouTube. Because hmm. there's so much, there's films on there, there's TV shows on there, there's so much, you can go down so many rabbit holes down there. It's constantly being updated with millions of, of different videos every day. Yep. Maybe millions every hour, I don't know. So yeah, we said, um, if you could only have one, we would have YouTube. However, there is one thing about YouTube which pisses me off. <laughs> and I cannot believe, I cannot believe we sit here in 2022 and this is still a thing. And I saw it the other day. Actually... After I picked it as my first rant, I saw it again this morning as well, which was like, fucking hell. And it is that this, oh my God, this thing of, it could be a video about anything, anything at all. And for some reason, and I don't know why, and if there's anybody out there that would like to explain the full story to me of why anybody would want to do this, I guess it's narcissism and and look at me. But why do people still, in this day and age, type... First, if they're the first to see a video has just gone online and they go, first, and that's it, enter. They just type the word first. Because now back in the day, if I remember rightly, a YouTube video, it it was different back then, of course. And the way that the comments were listed, I think, and please correct me if I'm wrong, that they stayed in the order that the first comment stayed at the top and then they went down as people. And you couldn't change them. Whereas nowadays, you know, you can change the order that the comments mm-hmm. show on YouTube. <laughs> Why people are still typing first when they see They're not adding to the conversation or discussion about the video that's gone online. They're just putting that on. Put it into a real-life situation now, Alan. So there's, there's, um, there's a works conference or a comic con or something... And it ends with, okay, any, any questions, any comments? And you stand up and you go, first, and then sit down. You go, what the, what the I just want everybody to know, doing? I have the first comment. Well, what is it? Yep. Just first. Just just first. Just acknowledge me. I'm going now. I'm going to the next meeting, and I'm going to say exactly the same. I'm going to be first. <laughs> I don't get I, that. I thought initially the way I heard it, and so my apologies, I thought, because so many people, depending on if they're doing their own channel, We'll put a, a big banner to get you to click on it that goes, first look, first response, my first thought. 
And you're like, oh, well, I should, I obviously mustn't, I have to pass up the other 14 people who have reviewed this same movie because this is first for you. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no, this is in the actual comments In the of comments. People. Oh, and my go, God. They go from, they go from video because I did. <laughs> uh, this is, this is how ridiculous it got the other day. I thought, what else have you put? And they would, on more than one occasion, they'd gone from different videos and different subjects and just typed, First, I mean, are they waiting on YouTube for the new video to come up? Refresh, Is, refresh, refresh. Video. Yeah, <laughs> refresh, refresh. There's a new video, quick, first. Oh, my God, that was so good. On to the next one. I can't. It's, uh, stop it. I gotta, stop it. If you're out there and you're doing that, just stop it now. I've got to be honest. I have no idea. I, I, I don't comment on a lot of videos, but when I watch somebody, there's a few that I'm sure you've got your typical ones that you've subscribed to. You like their content. You like their delivery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I feel compelled to write something, and maybe this is the Gen Xer in me. Maybe this goes back to if I feel like I'm going to say something, it better be something worthwhile. So I actually yes. fully form sentences, punctuation. That's good. Sometimes it mm-hmm. even goes more than six or seven sentences because i have a thought Ooh. <laughs> like if i'm going to go through the effort of commenting it's not to go first like what the hell does that even mean it means look at me look at me pay attention to me <laughs> oh my god i mean here's the funny thing it's probably the people who started on youtube 25 or four was it 17 years ago that still think mm-hmm. it's the in thing to do it's it's just one guy sitting in his mom's basement. Me, look at I was first again. <laughs> and he marks, he scratches the wall. Another one. Another one. His wall spills with all these tick marks. Oh, <laughs> I'm nearly up to a million. He's yelling at his mom. Mom's like dead and like mummified in the corner with cobwebs. He doesn't even realize he's been doing this yes. for so long. <laughs> That's right. If you if you're doing that, it should be. Uh, yeah, on your gravestone, just have the word first, then. Really commit to it. <laughs> no, have the word last. Last. Or f- <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're going to do. You just go for it big time. But yeah, that's uh, that's been pissing me off lately. All right. And you said that links to something else. Yeah. So again, I mean, the internet has been going a lot longer. I mean, I remember... Oh, my word. I remember being online in 94... But it was mostly like bulletin boards then, and I was download, oh, <laughs> downloading yeah. um, games for the Amiga and stuff like that. And so I've been online since '94, so what's that? Nearly thirty years. Okay, let, let's think, do this to th- make sure people know how long we've been doing the quote dial-up. How fast was your first modem? Do you remember? Oh, it was. Oh, I remember. <laughs> It was before a 14.4, because I remember getting that and thinking, oh, my God, this is quick. So it's before then. Mine was 300 baud. And I remember when my friend got the 600, <laughs> it was twice as fast. And then the 1200, I've been doing dial-up that long, since the Commodore 64 days. And you'd have to pay. Not only would you have to pay for your phone line and your service provider. You'd also have to pay per minute for the time you were on online. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so bloody expensive and slow. Oh, and remember when um, call waiting first came in, it was a little beep that you would then could click over. Did you have that in the UK with call waiting, somebody coming through rather than getting the busy signal? We might have done, but we never did. I never experienced So that. on our end, we found out that that little beep to let you know if you were talking, like you're talking to your great aunt Mildred and somebody else wanted to get through because there's an emergency because they're on the interstate with somebody driving 60 miles an hour instead of 70. <laughs> You'd get a little beep and you could say, oh, hold on. And you'd hit your disconnect for a half second and it would switch you 
to the person who's trying to get through. If you're online, it would disconnect you. <laughs> so this feature my mom and dad bought pissed me off so much when I was a kid. I'd be on a bulletin board downloading something or adding to a story or reading something, and all of a sudden, like, gone. And I'd have to redial... And of course, you had and that. How long did it take to, to redial? How long did you have to wait for that? Then you, you had that typical. You'd hear the do, 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 and then the screeches, and all of a sudden would pause, mm-hmm. and then you'd watch on the screen and hope that you had an actual connection and not have to redial again. So probably a good thirty seconds. And then, depending on the speed of the modem, I remember you talked about the fourteen four. Oh, that was lightning fast for us that grew up mm-hmm. with the three hundred baud modems. I mean, I was like, holy, it's never going to get faster than this. <laughs> This is the future. Oh. This is insane. Oh, if, if my younger self could only see me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, so we're both, we're both, you know, we've, we've been online for a long time. We both know what the internet is like. Apparently so. I should probably yeah. do some self-reflection. <laughs> but there is something that started way back at the beginnings of the internet. And strangely, is still a thing, and has evolved, and it's scam emails. Ugh. Now, which I do get pissed off about, and, and everybody should do rightly, but they've evolved, and they've and they've got quite quite nuanced and really professional. And it's all different ones, but for some reason, there's still people out there doing really shit scam emails that you'd think, who the fuck would fall right. for these? Right, right. So I've I've kept a couple because. We get loads at 60MW, you know, of course they immediately get trashed. But I thought I'll save a couple specifically to for us to have a chat about. Now, normally they fall into two different things. It's either sex or money. And let's get it right. The ones about sex want money off you as well. Right, so it falls say, down to really money. really comes down to the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it's, they, they want cash off you. So I've kept, so one, so one of the ones, right, males out there, or females, depending on, you know, your, your sexuality. It, here's what they want you to fall for. Hello, all guys. I know my message may be too specific, but my sister found a nice man here and they married. So how about me? I am 25 years old. Margarita from Ukraine. I know English and German languages also. And dot, dot, dot. I have specific disease named nymphomania. Who know what this is? Can understand me. Better to say it immediately. (laughs) What? Oh, yes. I cook very tasty. I feel like I should be reading it. I cook very tasty, and I love not only cook. <laughs> you got to do the Russian. You got to do that, 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 that Eastern European. I'm a real girl, not a prostitute. Not a prostitute. I'm looking for, <laughs> I'm looking for serious and hard relationship. Anyway, you can find my profile here. <laughs> and, and then link, right? Who is going to click on that link? I promise going you, to go, you will love what you see. Just click on link below. <laughs> it's it's 25-year-old Margarita. Oh, my God. And she's got nymphomania. I'm going to click on that. <laughs> who, mate? Who is going to? Really? I guarantee you people have. Otherwise, you wouldn't get it again. <laughs> people, again. Stop clicking on ones like that. Stop clicking on any emails that you don't know who they're from. <laughs> now, here's another one. And, and, you know, they make no bones about cash. Sorry, I just got I suffer from nymphomania. I don't even know what that is. 
It's so desperately pathetic. Like, and then there's, hey, there's the same guy who's leaving first on all the YouTubes clicking, oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out. First? 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 Uh, I'll be there first. Yes. Guys, you wouldn't know. So my I, girlfriend lives out, out of the, out overseas. Oh, yeah, where? Canada? No, the Ukraine. Ukraine? She's 25. She's, She's called Margarita. Margarita, and she speaks German, too, by the way. <laughs> and she cooked very tasty. She cooked very tasty. So, mm. <laughs> so another one. And again, we get loads of these. Uh, dear sir, did you receive my message? Would you please confirm if you can receive the 1,000 kilograms of gold dust slash gold door bar, which is estimated today at more than 57 million euros, plus... They have $10 million as well. The two, and, you, and they write it, it two and also numerically two, just to make sure you know it's two. The two safe deposit boxes containing the 10 million US dollars and the 1,000 kilograms of gold is right now at the, this is where I fuck up the name, the Felix Hofue Boignoy Airport Abidjan. It's not Abidjan, it's Abidjan. Uh, please, I need your assistance. If you receive this message, send me your WhatsApp phone number for easier communication. <laughs> <laughs> the transaction... I've already sent my number, obviously. The transaction is 60-40 split. 60% for me, 40% for you. Greedy bastard. Uh, thank you, and I look forward to your reply. <laughs> Respectfully, and then the name. Um, and it's from... So the name is Le GDI Laurent Michon. Commander in the French Joint Military Operation. <laughs> and they give, they give um, a phone slash WhatsApp number. Now, I'm thinking, mate, I mean, first of all, come on, there's more elaborate ways. If you're going to try and get people to fall for stuff, there's, there's more. Surely everybody's wise to these by now. But I'm thinking, mate, and I would love, I'd love everybody listening to this. This is where we need your feedback. Because I looked at the day, I can pick up a SIM card for, I think I saw one for 39 pence, you know, mm -hmm. under a pound. And if if we get feedback from the listeners that would like us to do this, this is something that we could do in a future show, uh, I will get another SIM card with another phone number because I'm not using my own fucking <laughs> you know, phone number, obviously. Get a burner. <laughs> yeah. And um, I will, I will WhatsApp them. <laughs> and we can have it, and we can see, we can see where we can go with this. this Let's see if we can um, get, who is it, Le GDI Laurent Michon, who's the commander in the French Joint Military, um, and see if we can get this 57 million euros plus, plus 10 million US dollars, if we can actually get it in that 60-40 split that they offer. be interesting to find out what happens next. It in would this be plot. interesting. My, uh, my wife, because uh, she's got a business, and obviously like anybody else, if you've got Facebook pages or public pages for your business, she goes, I've gotten so used to being able to tell ex exactly when someone's trolling me that it's not a real person interested in being a client. She had someone today out of nowhere, just boom. Hey, my four, my four kids have been so out of shape over the pandemic, and they really need a personal trainer. I'd love for them to come to you. I'm willing to pay you right now $1,000 each for every session, but you need to have your own credit card machine, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to send them there by cab. If you would cover the cab fee, I'll be sure to reimburse you. Well, I was like, uh, okay, well, but you said it's $1,000 a kid. I charge more than that. Is that okay? 
He wrote back, sure. She goes, oh, sorry. In the time it took for you to respond, you have to also throw in a horse and a mule. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, come on. But someone was interacting, either a bot or something, trying to get her to respond that, do you have a credit card machine? Because the next thing was going to be, well, hey, if you would, I'm going to send you a number. You run that number. It'll go into your account. And then you give me cash when I show up to reimburse me for a piece of it. And But you've already got the money. And then, of course, the money never gets to your account and you're out of the cash. Hmm. So. There's also, there's another scam though. This is a serious one though. And, and, and my, we bring the, uh, I'm friends with the sheriff of my county. And so we bring them on the radio. They'll actually now either call or email that says you forgot to show up for court. You were called for jury duty. You didn't show up. There is a bench warrant for your arrest. But if you can go to the store and buy some Amazon cards or Google cards or some some gift card mm-hmm. and read us the yep. numbers, we'll use that as a way to pay off your fine. That way, you won't be in trouble. Otherwise, we're coming to arrest you. Dude, so many people fall for it, especially more of the seasoned citizens. They really do believe that if they go get an Amazon think, card yeah, or a gift card. I think that's the main target, yeah, is, is you know the older people that get these and, and sort of panic almost. Mm-hmm. And, and don't know they truly believe and they're with the caller yeah. id what they're doing is they're spoofing the number so now what we're finding is because i got this this happened and which is so funny because i am friends with the sheriff i get a number that says bartow county sheriff's office on my caller id i was like "Ooh, i wonder who's calling me from the sheriff's department hello like <laughs> uh yes captain jahan we're uh we're following up on the fact you didn't go to you didn't go to court I was like, I didn't go to court. Yeah, so we need you to go to the store and buy some gift cards. I'm like, I didn't go to court, and I got to go buy gift cards. Yep. Otherwise, Sheriff Millsap's coming to arrest you. I'm like, tell you what, I'm going to put you on hold. I've got Sheriff Millsap on my phone. I'm going to get him on a three-way. Let's let's work this out. Click. Yep. <laughs> so, oh, and I don't mean these people are just scum that do that. They are just absolute playing, pieces playing of on shit. People like that. Yes. It's absolutely awful. So I do, I do have my old phone still and i'm more than willing to, to spend a huge 39 pence on the sim card for it let's do but it this this all depends now everybody listening to this if you would like me and alan to to follow this through and find out what's going to happen if i do reply to them and it could be a bit of an ongoing story if you want that to happen either send us a tweet we'll give all the details at the end of the show send us a tweet send us an email if you want that to happen and um, we'll give it a go and see where that dark rabbit hole will take and of course we'll just take the piss we'll send them on a merry dance yes. we'll make them think that we are compliant with it and we'll probably make them i'll make them think like i'm an old elderly UK woman or something like that. Mm. We'll do that. There so, are yeah, now, it, if you have not found these on YouTube, now you've got a new thing to search. Oh, there are people who are professional. Yeah. They, they're, they're so good. They, they fuck with the people who are trying to scam yeah. you. <laughs> brilliant, so good. brilliant stuff. I love it. There's one. So hopefully, w- no, no, so go on. There's one. Which one? Which one's your favorite? The, the one that I got, which was hysterical, was a customer service guy trying to sell something. This wasn't a scam necessarily, but just it was bugging the crap. He's getting so many calls about, will you buy this? Or you need to buy this? You so he picks up. He sees it's a scam. And he goes, oh, this is Detective Sergeant so-and-so. Who's this? And the guy's like, uh, I'm just calling to find out. He goes, oh, 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 we knew that somebody was about to call this line because we're here at a murder site and, and we were waiting for the ransom. So you need to stay on the line. It's like, I'm just calling for like, no, 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 you stay on. The, if you hang up this phone, we are already tracing this call. We will come arrest you. He just went on for like 10 minutes pretending this poor customer service kid who got a job to call. But this guy just gets sick and tired of all those phone calls that happen to show up at yeah. dinner. 
So not necessarily mm-hmm. a scam, but it was funny as crap because you could tell this person was like wetting their <laughs> pants thinking, why of all the numbers I could have called, I'm calling this person. <laughs> well, there you go. There's, there's a little thing that listeners can do. If they want us to do that, get in touch with us and uh, I'll happily buy a SIM card and message them and we'll... In a future show, we'll see what happens with that. It could be a, a continuous story, maybe. We'll see what happens. Yeah. No, that's... I, I Anything I can do. I did have one, and the funniest thing is when... And, I, and I'm, I'm not meaning to mock accents at all, because in today's age, if you do the wrong accent, you're suddenly evil. But the funniest thing is when you have somebody who's obviously either Indian or Pakistani calling you, and they're telling you their name is Bob Smith. I, I, I cannot accept, like... Hello, I am calling from the IRS. My name is Bob. Like, no, your name is not Bob, and you are not from the IRS, okay? You are not calling about my taxes. No, you have a tax bill. It is due, sir. I'm like, no, I don't have a tax bill, okay? <laughs> I, do, I hate scammers. Of uh, No matter how they're trying to do it, through the phone, through the email. I, again, like I said, they are just scammers. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. What they're just preying on people oh. like that. And I know people have got to make money. I, I realize that. But just don't rip off other people for their hard-earned money. Do you just get don't, you know. do you get the emails that make it look like your bill went through for whatever software package and there's a link that says if this was not supposed to be billed, click here? Oh yeah, yeah. I get that all the time. Your yeah. Norton 360 has just renewed for $375. If this is wrong, please click here. Well, first off, I go check my bank. I don't have a withdrawal for anything close. I'm not subscribed mm-hmm. to Norton. Why in the hell would I click here? But obviously no, it works. I don't click on any links whatsoever. If it says, you know, if it's from the bank, well, I'll go to the bank website and check the details there. Then I'll, you know, I'll phone the bank mm-hmm. direct through the number. I'm not going to click on any links. No, not at all. <laughs> no, no chance. No way. No. No way. So, so yeah, the internet, as, though it, as good as it is, because we're doing this mm-hmm. right here, thousands of miles away, there is some shitty stuff that happens on it and <laughs> and stupid stuff like people putting first as well. <laughs> All right. I've got one more rant and uh, at least for me, I know you said these two were linked together and if there's something that obviously we can go on a rabbit trail here, but this one, it only came back up. And I think you and I actually were talking about it on WhatsApp, maybe two plus years ago as a topic. And I think we may have even covered it to an extent when it came to cosplaying, but now mm-hmm. I'm seeing this when it comes to Hollywood. And I don't understand what people in Hollywood, why they're so focused on you can't play the part of somebody X unless you actually are X. In other words, you can't play a blind character unless you're blind. You can't play a gay man unless you're really gay. When did we forget that acting was the idea of pretending or playing make-believe? We didn't have to yeah. be blind, but we can pretend we're blind. That's acting, right? That is acting. And, of course, aware that you know, if you're blind or whatever, the opportunities should be there for you to act. But that doesn't immediately say you you can play that part. Right. The part should be and should be given to the person who is the best actor surely that's how it works and if you are blind and you're the best actor for the blind part if we're taking that as the first you know as an example let's stick with that um if if you're the blind person you're the best actor have the part that's fair enough but if there's a person who can see and is a much better actor 
and and sells the part better, the part should go to them. Right. I mean, and I know, and I know because we're in an age now where people, I know there's people are going, that's bullshit. <laughs> well, no, it should go to the blind person, even though they're a far worse actor. No, I can, I can see both sides because there should be, well, no, no, they should have the chance to go for it. But the whole point of movies, it's, it's about acting and selling the parts. So surely the best actor should get the part. No, let's be clear. You and I are both on the same side of equal opportunity. You yeah, shouldn't yeah, discount someone for trying out because you just don't oh, like no. their way they look or where they're from or no. their. But to artificially say <laughs> we're getting ready to cast somebody who's a uh, who's mentally deficient. The only people we're going to trust with this role is someone who's physically mentally handicapped. Well, how in the world are you going to get the performance you want <laughs> if you've got somebody who's got a disability? <laughs> Do that. Think Born about, on the 4th of July. Tom Cruise is fantastic in that film. Brilliant. Isn't he? It was the Isn't first he? time I realized what a good actor he can be. Yeah. Now, there could be people in wheelchairs um, who who could play that part, but could they play that part as well? And, of course, you've got to remember as well, there's, you want to, the whole point of films is to make money. So you're putting Tom Cruise on the top. It's, going to bring, it's automatically going to bring in an audience. If you put in, you found this fantastic actor from Barnsley who's in a wheelchair and and they audition and they're really good. But if on the top of the poster it says, you know, Joe Smith, <laughs> people, you, you have lost, you've lost money. You've lost part of the audience. And it's, it's a business, isn't it? You know, the, it's all about the bottom line. It's all about making money. And as much as we'd like more parity and fairness in, in any business, it's not going to happen. You can chip away at it and you should chip away at it. But to have it like make a blanket statement that all parts for anything that's blind, dead, whatever, you can't do it. You can't do it. Right, and this is where I'm coming from, and this is what triggered it. Two different things. Um, uh, Gal Gadot was supposed to or wanted to play Cleopatra, mm -hmm. and the sudden uproar. How dare an Israeli play the part of somebody who was not Israelian or from Israel? She's not supposed to be Israeli. Well, but what does it matter where she was born? She's not playing herself. She's playing a character in history. And then Tom Hanks, of all people who I love, says, yeah. looking back, I probably shouldn't have played the character I played in Philadelphia. I was sort of taking a part away from a, from a gay actor. Like, what? You won an Academy Award. You were brilliant. That's what we so went good. to the movie for, because you helped us see the world through different eyes of a person dealing yeah. with something. I didn't know. I didn't think it was a documentary. I thought it was a film, and you're an actor. Yes. That's why they're called roles. You played a role. Oh. That's the difference. I'm not saying don't give people equal chances. I'm all for equal opportunity. But I've said this to so many groups. I go talk to kids all the time about, you know, in the filmmaking classes or theater classes. I'm like, look, you have to accept that in this business, if they write a part and the casting director is imagining somebody who's six foot two and built like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that's what the character is supposed to be, and I show up five foot eight, 165 pounds, I could be the most <laughs> brilliant actor in the room. I can't act six foot three, 180 pounds. I'm not gonna be that cact. I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get cast. And and you have mm. to have the thick skin and realize they're looking for a particular thing. Stop being so pearl clutching and uh, 
let the casting directors <laughs> cast the best people for the film as long as they're not artificially discriminating which we all yeah. agree is wrong but exactly we're going way too far to the other side of way the stupid too, yeah, ex- yeah exactly yeah we're not- i mean of course at some point you know you could argue it, it did go too far one way right but I think you can, you can also argue, well, it's going too far the other way now. We need to find that happy medium. Right. You know, definitely. I, I look at when I, you and I are both into movies. We're like watching the credits. I don't ever walk out of a movie. I'll, hmm. I'll watch all the credits. Somebody oh, yeah, gets definitely. a paycheck to be, quote, the casting director. Their job is mm-hmm. supposed to be, I'm trying to find the best people for the role. What's the point now? If you don't need a casting director, you say, well, we've got a blind part. We're just going to go down to the, find a, you know, the, the, the latest uh, school for the blind and find someone who can read lines or who can memorize, you know? Yeah. No. I mean, think about Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Who's eating, Gil- what's eating Gilbert Grape? First time I ever saw him. I literally thought, I was like, how did they get this mentally handicapped kid to perform? He was so good in that. You know, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel, uh, no, no. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis. My left foot. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing! Oh my God! What did I mean? And then next thing I know, I see him in in uh, Last of the Mohicans. I'm like, that that's the same guy. <laughs> like my stunning response was, "What a brilliant actor!" He had me believing he was handicapped and couldn't even use his mm-hmm. extremities in one movie, and now he's an action hero set in like the late uh, 1700s of America. Yeah, and then he plays freaking President Lincoln. That's what acting is. Yeah. And that's why he was picked for the roles, because he's a good (sighs) actor. So, sorry, I didn't mean, because I I know you skirt a little bit of a, quote, local political slash the current culture line, but we've got to stop because now we're going to be overlooking talented people for artificial reasons. Every bit as artificial as saying, I don't want to cast you because you're a woman, or I don't want to cast you because you're black, or I don't want to cast you because you were born in the wrong country. Those are Mm. just as stupid as if you were saying that you can only cast people because my character was born in... Yeah. My my character is from Uzbekistan. I need need somebody from Uzbekistan. Anybody? (laughs) No! (laughs) (sighs) Dude, sorry. Oh, Got no. myself worked up. No, I, I completely agree, <laughs> mate. I completely agree. I think, because remember, this going... came up about two years ago because somebody was cosplaying like a blue-skinned alien or something, and somebody said something like, well, you shouldn't play that or something. I forgot what it was. You were just like, what in the hell? <laughs> it's cosplay. They're playing a, a fictional science fiction character. Who knows where <laughs> the hell they're from? It's made up. <laughs> Those poor blue-skinned aliens. <laughs> Underrepresented. Underrepresented. <laughs> they need their first. They need their day. <laughs> uh, all right. So okay. That that was my last rant. I'm 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 ranted out. I'm starting to sweat. I'm actually. ranted out too, mate. I'm ranted out too. All right. So we always do this, folks. If you're new to the to the rant show, and and we've mentioned this, and we will t- throughout that we're going to have a way for you to to reach out to us for our various rants and even challenges. We always play this, and so we invite you to play along with us. We always end the the uh, rant show with a "Would you rather" game. You may or may not have heard of this game or played it in in other contexts, but I always enjoy it because it it allows us to go back and forth and put each other in an impossible situation, much like these uh, rants that we rant about. We realize it's impossible to fix them, but it's fun to yell about them. So um, I'm going to, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? No, you go first, Mike. Okay, Dave, this is a simple Mm. one. I think it's simple, but the more I thought about it, the more I was like, (laughs) God, I don't know which way I'm going to answer. So I'm going to ask you first. Dave, would you rather have the ability to time travel or teleport? 
Ooh, that's a good one. And it's a good one because they're both they're both really good things, aren't they? They're both they could be tremendously useful. Of course they could cause problems, but <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, either way. I mean you've got the whole thing if you go back in time and you know, the butterfly butterfly effect and mm-hmm. some thams and you fuck up the future and would you want to know what happens in the future? <laughs> you teleport for, what's gonna happen in, you know, thirty years' time and you go and oh my god, it's a desolate wasteland. Um Oh you know what I think as much as I'd love both of them. Oh God, this is about the hardest one you've given. Damn you! Is <laughs> I think I would to to be safe because I don't want to fuck up the past, which would then knock on the present, etc. I think to be safe, I would teleport and because I love travel more than anything, and I've instilled in my kids. You know, world travel is the best thing you can do. So I think I would teleport and I could just go, I could see everywhere in the world that I wanted to. So, yeah, a a really tough one, but I would pick teleport. Okay. I got to tell you, my thought process went just like you did in real time. I've been thinking about this since I came up with it because my idea of time travel, talking about wanting to see the world. I keep thinking about the third Mm. Harry Potter movie, how the character of Hermione got the little time turner because she wanted to take more classes than was physically possible so she could go back in time, having taken one class, then reset the day and then take the other class so she could learn more. And I thought, well, wouldn't that be cool? I could spend a week at the beach, then I could set time back and go spend a week at the mountains and then set time back. I've only taken one week off of work, but I could spend 52 (laughs) consecutive weeks going other places. (laughs) But that's a really good way. That's a good way of thinking of it. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I've, I'm, I only, you only get one week off. That's fine. It's all I need. <laughs> you, know, you, you come back from your one week, you're like 13 years older. Like, what the hell happened to you? It's like, well, I saw a lot of the world. <laughs> like, you keep aging, but the rest of the world goes back. I don't know. Uh, but you're right. The whole idea of the conundrum of do you put yourself on an alternative timeline? Do you screw something up? Do you learn something about the future that would change how you would behave for good or worse. I I do think about Mm. that a lot in the whole time travel conundrum. I personally am going to go with what you said too. I think the ability to instantaneously get to my destination, avoiding traffic, avoiding the asshats driving 60 in the 70, (laughs) I can get, I don't have to worry about the person to park my car for the grocery store. I'm already inside. I mean, all the things we ranted about today, Mm -hmm. say for the movies, I'm there. Okay. So yeah, teleport. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Again, all of these listeners, you know, tweet us, email us, let us know what you'd think, and you know, yeah, read them out we, on the next we show. definitely will. Uh, well, anybody that listened to the last one that me and Alan did will know that I had I had some rather long, wouldn't you rather? <laughs> I have, I've got, I've got one, I've got one of those long ones. I'm going to okay. save it for last. Um, so I've got two quickies, quickie, mm. two quickies once again, two quickies twice in one show, twice in oh, one day for dear. me. I might have a heart attack. So, <laughs> been a long time. And it's funny because you you, you mentioned food earlier on in the show. So it's quite, it's, you know, it's, it's quite a coincidence that this has appeared as well. So would you rather always eat alone, but you can eat whatever you want, anything, whatever you want, but you've, you've got to eat alone. Or would you rather eat with whoever you wanted to, but you never get to choose the food? Ooh. Uh, so when I, I'm going to back into this. When I first, when my first marriage decided to go tango uniform, which is a nice way of saying tits up, I realized, okay, I'm by myself now. 
I had this, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it's because my whole life I was always, since I was the oldest kid, I was either taking care of my brothers or I was taking care of people around me or I went into the Navy and I was always, I was always with somebody that when I would go to go somewhere alone, I had this weird thing that people were looking at me and going, oh, it's so sad. He's all by himself. He's got no friends. And so I wouldn't go out to eat by myself (laughs) for no other stupid reason than I was worrying that people were judging me for being alone. So I've had a hard time getting around that. So I honestly think, and plus I'm pretty easy. I, I, I eat almost anything. I mean, I love good food, but I can also eat subpar food and I'm still okay. I think I'd rather be able to hang out with somebody, even if I don't get to choose what we eat. Ah, okay. See, now I'm the opposite because, well, I'm a fussy twat when it comes to food. <laughs> there's, there's so much stuff that I won't eat. Uh, I'll try it. But, but then I, I know that I don't like it. And I know there's a shit ton of stuff that I don't like. And I eat quickly as well, which is thanks to a, a job I used to have where I had to shovel food down my face really quick. So I would rather eat alone, knowing that it's not going to take me long to eat the meal. Um, and I can choose whatever I want. So I'm always going to be happy with the food that I've got. And then and, and then once I finish the food, I'm back to with whoever I want to be. So for that, you know, 10, 15 minute period, I can fill up on anything and then uh, I'm back to it. So, yeah, I would pick that one. You know, I think either one of these is technically acceptable when you explain it. Because, I mean, I could. There's no there's no doubt I'd survive eating alone. <laughs> but if I had to pick, I'd still, I do like company. I do like talking. Yeah. Can you tell I yeah. enjoy talking? So, yes. <laughs> Having you, a good conversation. Do you enjoy talking, Alan? Do you enjoy talking? <laughs> All right. Well, I was looking back at our last rant show. We talked about, you know, the the walking on eggshells where we brushed a couple of subjects that you generally leave off subject from all of 60MW. But being the king, sitting mm-hmm. on the Iron Throne, you got to put a special proclamation. Don't you, you talk said, about We this. are going to grace this subject. Yes. So I thought to myself, I have to ask Dave, <laughs> would you rather become president of the United States for one day mm-hmm. or the prime minister of the U.K.? For one day, oh which country would you God. like to have complete charge of for one day? Oh, I, I mean, you, you're gonna get, you're gonna get hammered no matter which one you pick. You're yep. on a, you're on a hide into nothing either way with that one. Whoa, uh, you'd, I'm gonna have to base, I'm gonna have to base it knowing that I'm just gonna get, you know, just gun down online no matter which one i pick i'm gonna i'm gonna have to pick president of america because i love going to america <laughs> hey if you gotta pick a reason that's it that's it i love going to america so if you know i've got a day in america if nothing else you know people just say what you want then you know i'm I'm the, I'm the fucking president i can do what i want to and i'm in america so i'm gonna have fun while i'm here so yeah, one day, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. We can forgive I, so, you for that. <laughs> so so I, I'm going to pick the president. Okay. And here we go. I'm going to go the exact opposite simply because I love the UK <laughs> to be just one day wandering around 10 Downing Street and trying to figure out what shit's going on in here <laughs> in the history of this building. 
I think that would be awesome. And and because of my you know foreign accent over there, everywhere we go, like okay, whatever he does, he's just not from around here. We'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll fix it tomorrow. Just let him have his fun for the day. But um, I think it'd be kind of fun to 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 be down there to go walk into Parliament and have one of those Q and A's where we don't actually answer anything, but try to figure out how long we can just drag out a question. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, and we could both try to pass ridiculous laws, couldn't we? Oh yeah, I could, oh, yeah. I could oh, try and pass one where. It's no, you all have to call it alu- aluminium. It's aluminium. not aluminium anymore. It's aluminium. <laughs> That's the first law I'm going to pass. Uh, and it's not Parmesan cheese, it's Parmesian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Could you just imagine, though, the ridiculousness of what it would be for just. It should be. I'm, I'm, this is a side rant. It should be one of those jobs that anybody is supposed to be able to walk into if you get the support but you and i would be just like what the hell you're just looking around like how do you guys even function like (laughs) how does anything get done we would just we'd be so angry we'd have a rant show from just one day (laughs) we'd have a rant show between the prime minister and the president (laughs) the president of the united states well let's talk about what's wrong with our countries All right, your turn. Right. Would you rather work 80 hours a week and you're guaranteed to live until you're 90 in good health? Or would you rather work 30 hours a week and guaranteed to live until you're 70? So you can live until you're 90, you can live until you're 90, but you've got to work 80 hours a week, or you can live until you're 70 and work 30 hours a week. Oh, that's a no-brainer. I'm going to work the 80 hours and live as long as possible because I'm assuming it's because I'm doing something I love, which right now is being in front of a microphone or being behind a video camera. So if I'm doing what I love anyway, I might as well live as 20 years more and get more pay and more fun and more experiences, meet more people. I'm definitely going to go the 80 hours a week. Now, you know what? That is something that I didn't factor in. That if you, you know, if, you, if your job is doing something that you really, really love doing, so going to work isn't, you know, isn't, it's work, but it's yeah, like fun. for you, you're, you're going to get paid 80 hours a week to watch and review and post movie, movie reviews online. We're going to pay you a salary to watch movies and put out reviews. Oh, Which would you that do? Then. 80 hours. Count me in. <laughs> <laughs> You've changed my mind from what my original answer was going to be. So if it's that, oh yeah, I'm here till I'm 90. Okay. Isn't that a statement though on human beings? We immediately assumed the job we're in must suck. It is, though, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I feel sorry for people who find... I get you have to sometimes pick jobs because you've got to have a job. Uh, You and I are of a generation. You you do what you have to, even if your job sucks. But Mm -hmm. my wish for everybody is that you find the job you love and that that you can make enough to live on because it's more important to love what you do than to just be stinking rich. I mean, it's great to be rich. Don't get me wrong. But if you hate what you do, I have seen so many people by this point in my life that are my age, that are freaking miserable. They look worn mm-hmm. by time. They look like they just, I can't, they, they can't wait to die. It's like, I can't wait to be done with this. I'm like, what happened to you? Why? Yeah. And more often than not, it's the choices of career. It's the choices of circumstance. They, they, they find themselves in this 
grind, literally the grind, and it is grinding them down like a mortar and pestle. And I feel mm. sorry for people stuck in that. Like, get up, pick a different job, make less money. That's fine. You can you can always learn how to survive on less. Yeah. If you love what you do, it's just amazing how much better your life is. Yeah. Don't don't chase money. Chase happiness is the best. Way. And I will tell you the the old adage. It, it's it may not be as much money. I mean, let's face it. I don't make as much as a, a high priced lawyer or doctor. But what I do, I love so much, and I am making a living at it. I am paying my bills. Yeah, there's some months I'm like, ooh, I hope a client comes along, or I hope I get a couple extra gigs, but we haven't, we've never missed a bill. We've never mm. not put our kids in something. We've never not been able to provide. Maybe we, that's why we didn't go on vacation for four yeah. years, because we just put money aside to save for other things. But I got to tell you, dude, every day, I can't wait to get back to doing what I do. And I, I just wish that for everybody. And as you said, you know, near the start of the show, you're, you're a lot more comfortable now because I've doubled your wages too. So you have, (laughs) that's right. I forgot. (laughs) All right. Your turn. My turn. Wait, no, is it? No, it's you. It's you. No, it's me. It's me. It's me. That's right. Um, okay. Dave, Mm. would you rather be the very best in the world at just one thing, whatever it is? Whatever that skill, talent, you are the best of that one thing. Or would you rather be somewhat good at most things? In other words, would you rather be a master of one or a jack of all trades? Ooh. Ooh, you've got some good ones today, mate. These, um, yeah, I mean, because you, yeah, if you're the master of one, again, just going back to money, you would, of course, make a fortune because you're the best at that. So there'd be ways and means of making money for that. But then there'd be a shit ton of stuff you couldn't do. So... Or if you tried it, you'd suck at it. Yeah. No, I think you'd I'd be rather really, be... really, really good rather, at that I'd one I'd thing. rather be proficient at more than one. Instead of being the best at one, I'd rather be proficient at numerous things. I'm exactly with you. I think we are eye to eye. I think part of it is because of what we do, at least being, you know, podcasting, broadcasting, talking having a wider range of being somewhat knowledgeable on a lot of things, even if we're not experts, allows Mm. us to meet a lot of people in those ranges and then ask them for their additional expertise. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. I'm a 10 times... Right. I'm a 10 times better interviewer because I know a little bit about a lot so I can at least engage with those people and get them to talk about their subject matter expertise. Yeah. I may not be the expert, but I know enough to ask the questions. Yeah. I think that's important. I'd rather be a I'd rather be a jack of all trades, but a master of none. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we agree on that one, mate. All right, right. You ready? It's the long one now. Are you ready? Ooh, here we go. The scenario. Strap in. Or is it the Strap scenario? A scenario. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you want the prime minister? Remember, you've got to speak. Properly. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, well, can I just say that we're not going to do it now? <laughs> go for it. Right here you go. Stepping out of your local multiplex cinema after watching yet another movie that spins multiverses into its narrative, you hear your name being whispered from a dark and mysterious alleyway next to you. Peering into the darkness, you see Benedict Cumberbatch, dressed as Doctor Strange, beckoning you to come into the alley. Intrigued, you walk towards him, and he explains that he can't keep this secret any longer, and he has to tell someone the truth before the inevitable happens. Apparently, the big reset that has been mooted since the pandemic began is a reality, though it isn't about resetting everything financially. 
It's an incoming and unavoidable shift in reality that filmmakers have been surreptitiously prepping everyone for after they found out about it from a government leak. I love it. (laughs) Not even beginning to explain why he has picked you to tell, or even why he is in his Doctor Strange outfit, Benedict tells you that the world as we know it is going to be split into many multiverses in just a few minutes' time, and he is giving you a choice that nobody else in the world will have the time or the means to make. He says to you, would you rather... Live your own life all over again, but this time your consciousness, as you are right at this minute, would be trapped inside your physical body from birth. You would be able to see, hear and feel everything that has happened to you, but you wouldn't have any control over your actions as they played out exactly as they have up until this point in time. Instead, you would be a passenger inside yourself, reliving every good and bad decision you ever made, hearing every piece of music and conversation you ever had, feeling every bit of pleasure or pain your body ever experienced, unable to change any bad decisions you ever made. This would continue until you are the exact age you are right now, and then you would regain control over yourself and continue on with your life. Or would you rather... Still be trapped inside yourself until the age you are now, but in one of the incoming multiverses. Not knowing what life you would leave, uh, would lead, what experiences you would see, hear and feel. Not even knowing if you live until the age you are now, in which case you would die along with your body. But also taking the chance that it could be an incredible life, where you're a famous rock star, actor, astronaut, etc., So many new things to experience, but with the gamble that you don't know how many will be good or bad, or even if you will get to the point where you are now and take over your body and control everything that has happened at that point. What do you choose? Oh, my God. First of all, why are you not writing books? (laughs) That was incredible. Um. it's a tough one. I mean, I obviously, because I wrote it and I wrote it a good few days ago and I've been thinking. So, because you know now, so, you know, you think it's like that. Oh my God, what's the film? Um, Bing John Malkovich. So you're like, you're mm-hmm. stuck in the body, you're, but you're stuck in you from birth and you're just a passenger, but you can feel and see everything and you know exactly what's, well, you wouldn't know exactly everything from the early years, would you? You can't remember everything that happened to you, you know, when you're like five or whatever, mm-hmm. you me- remember the odd thing. But then things will come through and then you'd be going, oh, fucking hell, why did you say that? Why did you do that? Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, but then there's other things where it's like, oh, yeah, this is amazing. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to experience this. This is so good. This is so good. Or do you take the gamble? You know, you could go into that other multiverse and you know, you could die in a horrible accident when you're 12. You don't know. Or you could live longer in that multiverse. Like I said, you could be rich and famous and do this, that and the other. And every single minute is a new experience. And you know that if you do live long enough, when you're the age you are now, you're going to take it over and you will be in control. What do you do? You know... <sighs> <laughs> This is going to sound a, a little almost contrived, but my wife and I have a very similar conversation a lot because she went through a divorce and we found each other and I went through one 
and we look at our lives and go, what could have happened if, you know, it's, this is mm. a sort of a spin mm. on the what if, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. What if? And the one thing I say to her, and I'm going to use it as my backdrop to the answer is the person I am today with all the good and the bad, all the, all the, the regrets and all of the joy the reason I am who I am is because of everything that I went through. Mm. All of the turmoil, all of the bad decisions, all of the pain, but then all of the good. And and then realizing I survived through things. I made it at the time. See, here's the thing. When you're going through, let's say, your divorce or something, and you start going as a dad here, you know, I was told you're never going to see your kids again. Your kid's are going to be gone. There's no way you're going to win your kid. And, and, I, and I won custody. I mean, that was a huge thing. And I had mm. my I mean, mm-hmm. But I didn't know that. And to know... At the time, I'm riding through it and seeing the shit I'm going through, but in my consciousness, realizing it's going to work. It's going to be okay. And it leads me to the person who I am today. I'd have to say I would pick the path where I ride along with myself. And you know what? The added benefit may be some of those memories that I have forgotten by reliving them again. Maybe I'll remember to write them down when I get all caught up and have a little bit better Mm -hmm. sense of the journey that I did take Mm -hmm. to get me to the person who I am today. Because you know what? I'm happy with who I am. I guess if I was miserable with my existence, if I really looked at my life and I had nothing that I was happy about, or, you know, I mean, I've got four great kids. I've got a great wife in in, in my second marriage. I've got great dogs. I love what I do. Why would I take a chance that I would be stuck in something worse than what I have, even for the possibility of something better? Mm -hmm. Because right now, what I have isn't, what I have is great. I know a lot of people who would like to have what I have, Mm so... I'm not trading it. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll just, I'll live my life again and, and take notes along the way. That's a great answer. And it, it's very, well, it's more exactly the way that the conclusion I came to with. And again, it's a really good point that you made that, that and again, everybody listening to this and who would ever have to make this choice, a lot of it would depend on the life that you've had and where you are in your life right now. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if you've had, you know, and a lot of people unfortunately do have like a really shit life and everything's happening and, it's so, and there's no way out, you would roll the dice and you go, oh, fuck that. I'm not going to go through all of this again. I'm going to roll the dice and see what happens. Um, but no, much like you, you know, I'm, I found the love of my life and it, you know, it took longer than I thought it would do, but I'm happy with that. I'm happy with the job. Would I like more money? Of course I would. Don't most people? Uh, mm-hmm. And I've had lots of really amazing experiences. I've seen different places in the world. I've had lots of shit experiences. Again, hasn't everybody? You know, you'd have to live through those. And it would be frustrating going, oh, God, you're going to do that, aren't you? Why are you <laughs> doing that? Oh, how and, did you um, not realize she was giving you the sign? You could have <laughs> yeah. nailed her. What's wrong with you? Um, but then, you know, and again, you know, I'm sure I'm going to get to the age that I am now and going to take over and then carry on and i wouldn't i wouldn't want that gamble that oh, imagine if something horrible happened and you know you did die and you were in your teens or something no i'm 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 happy with the life i've had and look forward to what is in the future so i yeah i'm more than content to to, to relive it all again and you know not, and not roll the dice as a as a sort of secondary thought to that i think if you didn't already but choosing that same path because you know where it's going to lead you, I think would also maybe, in which we should be doing today anyway, is appreciate what we actually do have. Exactly. I think it would be a great, if you could go do it, not only does it make you feel mm. like you've lived twice as long, 
<laughs> but <laughs> the idea of saying, you know what, when it's happening, it's happening so fast and coming at you, you sometimes don't appreciate. And then if you were riding it through the second time, you'd be kind of like watching a movie the second time. You're like, oh, I missed that the first time where I missed mm. that. Oh, that's so great. Like, I think almost like you would pick up and be a little bit more appreciative even of yeah, where you it's, are. Exactly. It's find it's finding it's finding joy in everything and appreciating it in the moment and enjoying it. It's like you know, we we both talked online before uh, we started recording today and we were on WhatsApp and we were both, oh I'm looking forward to recording a rant show together. It's gonna be fun, but that's in the past already. You know, that's in the past. We're near right near the end of the show now and that's history. So it's enjoy that moment. Oh, yeah, I'm going to record a rant show and we're going to have fun and we're going to have a laugh and so on and so forth. And just enjoy that. And as it's happening, like we've done recording this, just make the most of every second and and, mm-hmm. and enjoy it. And, bad, you know, bad shit's going to happen. And then it'll go, you know, like the good time that, you know, like we said, good things just gone. The bad thing's going to go and look forward to another this is a positive way to end a rant show, isn't it? It is. Uh, look at we ended on a happy note. See, that's what you that, folks just rant like an idiot without hurting mm. anybody, and you'll feel a lot better. <laughs> yeah, and then when you get to the end, like us, it's all is all is well, isn't well all is well. Yeah. You know what though? I I I have to remind my kids about this sometimes because they are younger. When they are going through, like when my when my daughter had a couple of things break on her car, and she's like, "Where am I going to come up with the money? Oh my god, my my kiddo." The reason why we sometimes have bad things happen or some things unexpected is it makes us hopefully appreciate when the good things happen. You can't mm-hmm. be constantly surrounded by good things or you'd never appreciate it. Exactly, and unfortunately, yeah. sometimes bad happens. But you know what? Yeah. It makes you a better person by going through that because you learn how to deal with it. And who knows? Maybe the reason you're going through crap right now is so when somebody that's important in your life is going through something that you're like, oh, I went through this. Here, let me explain what's going to happen. I can yeah. help you through this. I mean, I yeah. think that's the human experience. Yeah, that's the best way. So that's the best, yeah, yeah, we're ending on a positive note. You know, I, oh, well, this is so good. <laughs> I'm gonna that question. You need to put that out there. Just that is brilliant. The way you wrote that, the whole phraseology, and 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 I love it. You could be like a Twilight Zone director. <laughs> well, we've asked. I mean, there's another one. Listener feedback. Get back to us on on all of the rants that we've we've gone through, and definitely get back to us if you want us to chase up this this scammer. You can make me and Alan rich. There's yeah. millions of, there's, what was it, 10 million US dollars and a shit ton of gold out there. So if you want us to uh, pursue that, um, it all depends on the feedback that we get. All right. So with that, we'll probably split the duty here because I know you are uh, much better at putting out the detail uh, because you do more shows on uh, 60MW than I do. But folks, if you are brand new, if you're just stumbling across this for the first time because you heard me somewhere else or you heard Dave somewhere else or you saw something on Twitter... The best place to get a link of all of the shows and see everything, because really 60MW is the umbrella name of so much different content, from video games to music to interviews to rants to you name it, anything to do with culture, entertainment, nothing to do with news and current events, politics, religion. (laughs) There's plenty of other places for that kind of crap. This is all about fun, movies, culture, the things we love to talk about. If you go to the website 60mw.co.uk, which is the designation, it's a UK website, .co.uk, 60mw.co.uk, you can see everything there. You can meet the team. You can see the different sites, everything. And there's a speak pipe option. If you don't want to leave us a, a text message or you don't want to use Twitter, you don't have social media for whatever reason, you've just given it up because you just can't stand it, you can leave us a message. You can leave us an actual voice message that we'll get. 
It's great because you can leave. You know, you can do it on your phone. You go to the website and there's there's a little button that comes up on the side of the screen. Or if you go on a laptop or computer, it'll come up. Uh, it doesn't cost you a penny. And you can leave us up to, if I remember rightly, a 90-second voice message. And we'll, you know, we'll play it on the show and respond on the show. I think it's, I think that's so cool. So find us on Twitter. It's at 60MW Podcast. Just uh, do us, or you could just do a search on Twitter in the little search box, but 60MW Podcast. That's the only social media. And if you feel so inclined, you know, all of this is being done out of the generosity of all of our hearts, the talent, the love we have for each other, and the content. But like everything else, there's web fees, there's hosting fees, there's other fees to keep the lights on. If you want to send us a cup of coffee, there's an option to donate either one time or recurring. You can go to the website and click on that link. Maybe a one time donation, no donation or recurring, whatever you feel compelled. Certainly we would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I've always said I will never hide any content behind a paywall. And we've been going over eight years now. And I've stuck to that. Uh, so yeah, you can go to, the, the, there's the link on the website for the, 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 our Kofi site. And, and like you said, Alan, you can just give, you know, you can buy us a coffee whenever you want. Just took us a few pounds, a few dollars, wherever you are in the world. Or there is, there's, um, I did start this a few months ago. There's a tier called Treasured Supporters. And it's a pound, a pound a month. You can, you can donate more if you want to, but it's a pound a month. And for that, um, you get email updates behind the scenes, behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. We draw back the curtain. Also, you get uh, first word of any interviews that I'm doing. You find out first who I'm interviewing. You get the chance to uh, put questions to them if you want to as well. Uh, you also, and I've only done it once so far, and we're going to get more into this. Uh, you also get, and we'll be doing this in the future, Alan, when, you know, if, which I'm sure we will do a doubleheader rant shows again. Uh, we'll be streaming them live to treasured supporters. Excellent. So they can watch us record live and there'll be a chat box. So you can type stuff and we can respond and, and so Including on Including so all forth. the mistakes that we make during the live recording. All the mistakes <laughs> that everybody listening to this will have no idea about. Those treasured supporters that see us recording it live will go... Oh, you fucked up so many times, didn't you? <laughs> you guys really suck. <laughs> yeah. So if you, you want to get in on that uh, and some other little bonuses, again, there's no content hidden behind the paywall, but it really does help us out. That's the treasured supporters. But either way, if you don't want to give anything, you tell your friends about us, spread the word about yeah. the podcast. You know, that's that's thanks enough. I got to tell you, Chris and Adam, two of the team members here who uh, have been doing for a couple of years now, looking back at old movies and, and do they hold up over time, the spotlight reflection shows. I got to tell you, it feels like every time I'm getting ready to spend a 90 minutes out in the yard, in the heat, cutting the grass, they've got an episode that can keep me company. You have an interview. You'll have a sound check show where I'll hear like music I have never heard of from bands I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am addicted to the content, and yet I'm a content producer here, but I'm only helping with usually just one thing or maybe every now and then get invited to the Spotlight Reflection Show. Folks, it is so much fun. Do some exploring. There is so much cool content here, and a lot of it's evergreen. You know, mm -hmm. I may stumble across an artist just because you reviewed them two years ago. Yeah. It's still new to me. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's not like it's current event. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the good thing of not, you know, not covering news and politics and all that kind of stuff. It is, you can dip into show, you can dip into shows from when we started in 2014 if you wanted to, and they're just as relevant today. So, yeah. I think I told you when I first stumbled across, thanks to our, our good friend Ben, who's also a team member, I went and I probably binged 13 straight hours of old content <laughs> just to say, like, are these guys really this good, this funny, this engaging? And I find myself agreeing with, oh, yeah, I love that movie. Oh, I love that concert. Oh, I, oh my God, I can't believe he's talking to that person. And I became addicted. I just kept listening. 
And then you guys made the mistake what? of offering me a job. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, there's no turning back now, is there? There you go. See, that's what I could do. Another multiverse. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to ask Alan now. But... <laughs> Note to self. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. As we wrap this up, anything else you want to say? Anything, uh, any fond farewells as we bid adieu to the uh, soapbox? Uh, no, uh, pleasure recording with you again, Alan. Um, letting off some steam in a fun way. Always a good laugh. Always a uh, it's a good way to spend an hour, hour and a half. So that's always good. Uh, and of course, thanks to everybody that takes the time to put us into their ears. If it's yeah. you know, if it if it's just this show, because like you said, we've got so many different shows. I don't expect everybody to listen to every single format show that we do. I always, uh, comp- well, I always say we're an audio buffet. Pick what you like, have a listen, mm-hmm. and um, and again, tell your friends if you if you know somebody who thinks that you might like, uh, they might like what we do. Just let them know, and uh, yeah. Get us into as many years as possible because we're going to still be doing this for a long time to come. It's so easy today. If you had a good time, just click the share button, whatever podcast app you're mm-hmm. using, and put it on your social media or copy the link. Uh, and if you have to, or and if you want, take a second to rate and review as well. That's always fun. That helps us spread the word and grow the audience because, honestly, it's about the audience. It is, yeah. If you do, I mean, that's a really good point. Um, just to finish off, if you do review us anywhere, it could be on the podcatcher that you use, it could be on iTunes, it could be because there's so many different ways that you, you know places that you can leave reviews. Now, if you do leave us a review, it would be awesome if you could either tweet or email me to let me know where you've left that review because there is a section on the website called Listener Feedback, and I copy all of that and put it onto there, so it's it's all in one place. Otherwise. I probably won't see it because this was spread out in so many different places. So if you are kind enough to spend a couple of minutes to write us a review, just hit me up of where you've done it. I'll copy and paste it and put it onto the website too. On that note, folks, have a wonderful rest of your day. Whenever you're listening, whatever time, wherever you may happen to be, check out the show, find the website, uh, subscribe on your podcatcher so you won't miss anything. Even if it may not be your cup of tea, it's nice to get the reminder and scroll through and say, oh, since the last time I looked, there's six new shows. I can pick the mm-hmm. one I want to I want to listen to. Yeah, Dave. Thank you, as always, for being on here and for, for contributing. I really appreciate it. No, oh, thanks, mate. It's been, it's been awesome. Had a good laugh again. Take care. Cheerio, folks. I don't want to forget. I don't, I don't almost always forget, but I always worry I'll forget. So how you doing, buddy? Yeah. Okay, mate. I've just recorded the audio at my end, too. Okay, cool. Because I mean, this is our chance to normally make sure that everything's working like it's supposed to before we officially start. <laughs> Uh, and I need to bring up. Uh-oh. Ready. How about that? Oh. How quick was that? Oh, I thought you were like going to bring up like a subject. Like, uh, before we start, I want to let you know this is going to be our last show together. I knew there was something. See, it, it had that tone to me. It was like, uh, before we start, there's something I have to well, bring I up. Well, was, I was going to wait, you know, <laughs> another couple of minutes before I told you about Well, I mean, you wanted to get the show at least in the can, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, not yeah. if you're smart, you'll wait till it's edited and delivered. Then! <laughs> now, that, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't go on the uh, emotional bandwagon and fire somebody until they've finished the work that you don't want to have no. to do when they're gone. I've got, th- I've got the three... Um, would you rather the first? The first one is a long one. Okay, that I'm going to read out. Um, 
<laughs> but the other two, because I know you push for time as well. The other two are just quickies. Okay. Well, I always, I'm, I'm okay. always up for a quickie. At this point in my life, I'm up for anything. <laughs> well, you've got you've got two quickies to look forward to. How about that? Ooh. Mm. Uh, now I gotta make sure Lucky I let the wife you. know. Say, you know what, honey? I don't know about you, but Dave gave me two quickies. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always think about you guys. I still have, I keep it on top of my computer, the Christmas card you guys sent me two years ago that came in regular wow. mail, like absolute, actual stamp and an envelope. Oh, old school. Old school. Wow. It was, it was so special, I almost have it framed, but instead it sits on my, on my speaker right here, and I see it every single day. So no matter what I'm doing, no matter what I'm working on, you guys are always that close to me, right? Like, That's I can awesome. reach up. So How cool. Awesome, that is, yeah. A little, a little bit of whales there with you. It's a little bit of whales. It's a picture of a dragon. It's got, I mean, you're, you've got Welsh in it. I mean, it's it's perfect. I mean, the only thing that's missing is me there. Because <laughs> that's what I want so badly. I want to go on a vacation and I want to go visit you guys. I want to visit the UK. I want to spend three weeks not hitting the London, not hitting the, 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 the tourist traps. I want to hit the little mm. hamlets, the little towns, the little pubs. I just want to go on a pub crawl across the UK. How about that? Uh, no, I have my notes. Okay. Not as I need them, you know. I can reel off a rant at Will anytime. Oh, what's wrong with Will? What did he do to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm bum Dad jokes, they abound. Oh. <laughs> I bet my kids could do a rant show on bad jokes dads tell now. It would be a very long show. <laughs> I bet it would. <laughs> Would you rather game? And you may or may not have heard. Oh, but my microphone. Of course, you can find us on Twitter. That's the main place. If you'd like to tweet on any of the episodes, any of the people, it's sixty mw at um, yeah, it's at sixty mw on Twitter, right? No, no, it's, it's not. at sixty mw podcast. That's what it is. It's a uh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> I got to tell you, and I know uh, Chris and Adam, two of the supporters or two of the contributors on the team of the... He <sighs> Try it again. 